Welcome to the Yeah Girl Podcast, where we're tackling hard topics with women of the word. Hey guys, welcome to the Yeah Girl Podcast, our first episode. I'm your host, Skylar Burrow. And I'm your other host, Bree. And we are so excited to be having our first episode here today. Bree, do you want to tell them what our new series is going to be on? Yeah, so this series is going to be a series all about um, basic topics that young adult women struggle with and wonder about. We are not professionals by any (laughs) means, but we do have real life advice and things that we've gone through. We have different experiences Mm -hmm. that we can't wait to share with you guys. Yeah, so... Like she said, we are not professionals, but we do have a passion for you guys. And we, I don't know, well, we've both led life groups in the past. So if you guys Mm -hmm. don't know what a life group is, we um, teach a group of girls and we really try to relate and we try to use the Bible um, to the best of our ability um, because God did give us like these words and he does want us to use them. So we are so excited to do that. Um, So today's episode, if you guys saw the title, we're going to be asking the question, is the Bible sexist? Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, we need some like dramatic music right there, right? So I think by starting off this, we should definitely ask the question, what are the roles of both men and women? Because that's really whenever people can get mixed up about the Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, women aren't talked about as much. Why does why do people say this about women in the Bible? How come women weren't allowed to do anything? So does that mean that the Bible is sexist? So what are our roles? Yeah. So when I think of those questions, like, is like, are men and women created equal? Are mm-hmm. they the same? All that jazz. I want to see where to look first in the Bible for Mm -hmm. answers. And I look at Jesus's life. And so seeing Jesus with that in mind, like he had 12 different disciples. Mm -hmm. They all had completely different personalities, different backgrounds. Like he had fishermen, he had a tax collector whom like all the Jews hated. Mm -hmm. And he even had a zealot who probably like most likely murdered people. Mm-hmm. Like he had completely different people and he used all of them. Yeah. Why? Because they were willing. Yeah. And um, I think that's an important thing to remember. And he just, he has so many different members of the body of Christ. That's what Paul talks about. Yeah. And so if all those men, if those 12 men, if we're, we're talking about those and they all are very different, yeah, of course men and women are going to be different. Yeah. Like biolo- <laughs> biologically we're different. So yeah. even in spiritual gifts and yeah. everything, like, yeah, that's going to look different. Yeah, and spiritual gifts is a huge thing too. Like even just working or being in student ministry or children's ministry mm-hmm. or even just participating in our young adults ministry, you can see the amount of people with just the different gifts that they have. And not only is that like super cool, it's really beautiful to see like how God reflected himself into each person differently. Yeah. So whether like someone has the gift of like hospitality, has the gift of discernment, has the, there's so many gifts that someone could have. And I just think that it's so cool, but it's also something that can be used against us. Our flesh can fight against itself, you know, whenever Mm -hmm. the spirit is so prominent, our flesh can be like, but how come I'm not like that? Like anytime you look at a girl and you're like, or you look at someone and you're like, man, I wish I had that spiritual gift or I wish I was as good at at that as them. Someone is looking at you and thinking the exact same thing. And that's something that we really forget about. And as women, we really fall into that trap of insecurity and we fall into Mm -hmm. that trap of not feeling good enough. Um, But the Bible actually speaks against that. Um, And like what Brie talked about, um, 
men and women, we're so different, but it's so beautiful how alike we can be, but also how beautiful our differences are Mm -hmm. because men can do things or men are better at things than um, women are like some things and women are way better at things than men are too. Like it's really like, it's pretty even, like it doesn't have to be like this really like bad thing, you know, Mm -hmm. it can be really beautiful to see how we complement each other. And when you think about spiritual gifts, I mean, like that's, that's God himself. That's the Holy Spirit giving yeah. us, working through us himself. Those are his attributes. That's yes. his character. Yeah, that's so And true. so, yeah, like it just, if you really think about it, it's just showing the vastness of who he is. Yeah. Like it is like we can't comprehend that. So yeah. if he's putting, if we, those of us that have the Holy Spirit in us and he's giving us spiritual gifts, that's him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be different because we can't even comprehend how big our God is. Yeah. But. Yeah, he created everyone equal on purpose for different purposes. I mean, that's something our old youth pastor used to say, created on purpose. What is it? Created. Oh, I lost it. You're (laughs) here on purpose for a purpose. Exactly. I love that so much. Yeah. So um, going back to the men and women thing, like um, different roles, like what does that look like? And um, why did God create men and women differently? And is it differently? Or do we have different roles? So there are two different sides to that um, question, that debate in the Bible. Mm -hmm. And um, they're bigger, like, theological sounding words, um, Mm -hmm. but it's complementarian and egalitarian. Those are the two sides of this subject of what a woman's role is. And you can kind of view it as Calvinism and Arminianism, um, like predestination versus free will. Mm -hmm. Um, You can be one extreme or the next extreme, or you can be right in the middle. So keep that in mind as we explain these. So complementarian, that is a view that men and women are equal in value, but different in role. They have equal personhood before Christ, equal in salvation, equal Mm -hmm. in inherent worth, but fulfill different complementary roles in marriage, at home, at church. Mm. It is saying the husband is the head and wife is the helper. Um, So a complementarian role um, or view in a church is more of like saying a woman cannot be a pastor. They cannot, like the extreme of that would be no women in ministry really at all, like no, no leadership at all, like Mm -hmm. no children's ministry directors or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Um, So that would be the complementarian view. Yeah. Um, The egalitarian view is that um, a man and a woman, they're equal in value, but interchangeable in role. Mm -hmm. Anything a man can do, a woman can do and vice versa. Like a woman can be a pastor. That would be that side of that argument egalitarian thinks or believe that women can do anything have any role not biologically like they're still biologically different but they can just do whatever a man does yeah and so um the in-between for that would um which is probably what I lean more towards soft complementarian Mm -hmm. is that like yes I agree the husband is the head and wife is a helper and we'll get to that in a minute but a soft complementarian would be like women can be in ministry women can be in leadership roles for like a children's ministry director women's ministry director or things like that they can teach but just don't teach over men yeah and it's kind of it I don't like thinking about like being the super extreme on either side either. Mm -mm. Like the things you described like either women can't be in ministry or the woman can do anything she wants like I don't know. That just doesn't sit right with me. Like that isn't like what the Bible explains or like, you know, what God intended, you know, like especially like women can't be in ministry. That's crazy. You know, like a man can't lead a woman's ministry. He doesn't know what the heck goes on. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, he gave us gifts 
too. He gave us yeah. spiritual gifts too. He gave Definitely. us talents. He, like, it's not like he men only us. got spiritual gifts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We yeah. see it in the Bible, like all these, like all these strong women. Like, let's talk about Ruth for a second. Oh my like, gosh! Holy cow! She was a whole leader. Like, mm-hmm. she and was Esther. Crazy. I mean, Esther saved her queen. people. Yeah. yeah, I actually have a tattoo of an Esther verse. Um, nice. But <laughs> I, I, I'm a big fan of Esther. She's pretty cool. But anyways, so just like the whole thought of like women can't do that, but also the thought of like oh a woman can do anything a man can do that would be so hard because I heard a pastor say one time like yes a woman can do anything a man can do but she shouldn't have to exactly and that really just struck me I was like wow like that's good because that is how God intended like sure we can force ourselves to like be in a job that we don't care about and like lead a bunch of people and like all that stuff but will our heart be truly filled I don't think so Mm. and I don't think and I think there's a reason for that and that's okay so that's just a really cool thing that I heard one time and that's stuck with me ever since I remember I was younger and I heard that and I was like huh interesting because we grow up in a society where it's men can do or women can do anything men can do and it's like yeah "Yeah, but I don't want to exactly I (laughs) man that is so hard growing up with social media and everyone feeding to you like yeah you can you can practically be a man if you want to it's like did God create me to be like that? Yeah, that's no. not fun. I'm a woman and I yeah. like it. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or to learn to be okay with it too. Yeah. I mean, like, and that kind of leads into like, why, like creation, like yeah. why did God create man and woman? Why are we different? Why are we biologically different? I yeah. mean, yes, to reproduce, but like <laughs> right. even like mind wise and um, just like the different purposes he has for both man and woman. So yeah. like, Going into that and like, where are we going to look to find that answer of like, what was his purpose for men and women yeah. um, and specifically women? That's what we're going to be talking about. So we go to Genesis, the mm-hmm. creation of it all, the creation of the universe and everything. Yeah. So in Genesis 2.18, it says, God said, it is not good for man to be alone. I will make a helper fit for him. Ooh, the word helper. Yeah, <laughs> that can have such a bad rep nowadays because yeah. we're like, we think of it as like, like a 1950s housewife. Like yeah. we're just there to like make a sandwich for him, provide his yeah. meals and take <laughs> care of the kids. kids. <laughs> yeah. And like wear a dress and look pretty all the time yeah. and like help him like that. And yeah. I was like, sometimes that that is what it looks like and yeah. providing the, like being a housemaker. Like yeah. sometimes that is what that looks like. For and sure. there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But it's the negative view that society has on that now of being and it's a, a negative view of the bible says you have to do that yeah. whenever that is not whenever it says like it is not good for man to be alone that means that adam felt incomplete mm-hmm. like he couldn't do it by himself and that should make women feel good in some instance you know because i think society is put on men also like you can do it you're a man like man up you can do everything but you're not men aren't supposed to be doing everything alone mm-hmm. that's why god made a woman that's why god made eve <laughs> like yeah. adam literally started working and then adam was like hey god i'm i don't want to do this alone like i can't do this by myself you know mm-hmm. and what a beautiful thing and we need to think and remember that anytime like if you're looking at engagement or marriage i think it's also important because we see a lot of like unhealthy men like take the role of a husband at to the extreme just like how we saw um, the role of a woman can be taken to an extreme. Mm-hmm. We can see an unhealthy man take the husband role to the extreme of you have to do this for me. And this is what you were created to. You have to help me because that's what God said you have to right. do. Whenever in reality, like 
submission only happens whenever there's trust and submit is a big thing that society doesn't like also we don't like the word submit because that means kind of like roll over and like you know dogs like whenever Mm -hmm. they submit you roll over and like put your stomach out and be like I submit to you yeah um but in reality like we choose when to submit and that's not a bad thing that just means if it's the right guy like we will naturally submit and that still sounds like bad to society like I don't want to submit to a man and it's like why not why don't you want to submit to a man because I think that goes back to your view on authority yeah and is your view correct is it healthy of authority is it founded in trust like you said is it founded in respect because that's where submission comes through is that respect yes because there's a lot of like I even see sometimes in the church outside of the church anywhere like I see marriages that I'm like man I don't know if the woman has respect for the man or I don't know if the man has respect for the woman but that's Mm -hmm. what marriage is and just trying to like base basing your view off the bible like Adam and Eve did respect each other and that was something they did have like Eve offered him the apple and he ate it for goodness sakes. Like, it's not like he was like, you're a woman. I'm not going to, you know, yeah. listen to your orders. Like, he listened. Was it the right idea? No, nope. it was not. But <laughs> there was respect there. And um, that's something we see all throughout the Bible. Like, I think of, um, we read a book um, in my life group last year and it was talking about um, Abraham. And it was talking about how whenever um, he went and he traveled and then he took Sarah with her with him and whenever he showed up and pharaoh was like hey is that your wife and Abraham was like no that's not my wife this i don't my know sister. this is my sister you can have her and i'm sure sarah was like dude what oh my gosh <laughs> dude why i want to know what was going through her brain <laughs> but no it happened twice too yeah. twice sarah had to be like are you kidding me not gosh. again but anyways that just really shows like the lack of respect that even the bible shows but also i think it's really cool that the bible doesn't hide that mm-hmm. like the bible does show the relationships that didn't go right and it even shows god condemning abraham for that like right. how dare you not trust me enough to tell everyone that she is your wife that you do love her like do you not trust me enough to do that and I think that's something that we see a lot in today's society whether it's a Christian relationship or not like Mm -hmm. do you respect each other enough to be like this is my wife and I love her and that's why we make decisions together yeah or this is my husband I love him that's why I'm okay with submitting to him because I trust him so much Mm -hmm. I think that even goes into I mean like we're Christians. We're believers. Our life is surrounded around Jesus. Yeah. Our, his final two commandments were to love him and to love others. Yeah. And so if we are going to do that, if we are wanting to respect um, our husbands or just men in general or yeah. even each other, like we need to remember, we need to respect God first. Yes. Because respecting him, submitting to him first, trusting him with that. Mm-hmm is going to be the foundation and going to help so much more when it comes to submitting to others. Yeah, for sure. If you can't submit to God, you're going to really have a hard time submitting to others for Mm -hmm. sure. I mean, I ran into that. I'm going to be completely vulnerable right now. Like I ran into that. I had no respect for men. I, Mm -hmm. my heart was so hardened. I was extremely bitter and didn't even realize it. I was like, nope, I'm going to be single for the rest of my life. I cannot handle (laughs) men right now. Like absolutely not. Understandable in some sense. (laughs) And then I learned that bitterness, like if you're bitter about anything, ultimately that's rooted in being bitter towards God. Mm -hmm. That's being discontent in the Lord and what he has for you. And once I realized that and was like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. And then like surrendered that to him, submitted to him, learned to respect God first. My heart is completely different. That's why I'm able to sit here and do a podcast and talk to you about 
this because yeah. if I did this like a year ago or two years ago, mm-hmm. I'd be like, absolutely not. Like, I'd be like, I'm probably egalitarian. <laughs> like, ugh. like, yeah, gosh, that's fu- yeah. so funny because I was actually on the opposite side of the spectrum. Like, mm. <laughs> I would say like a year or two ago, I was like, all right, I'm going to get married and then I'll just do literally whatever my husband tells me to do. He wants dinner, <laughs> I'll do it. Like, he, want, he wants kids, all right, let's do that. Like, I'm just, you know, like, if Go I get married, me. like, I'm his, like, he can do whatever he wants. But it wasn't until, like, you know, you start reading the Bible. And I feel like that story with Abraham and Sarah did change things because mm. it depends on the heart posture. And a man can't lead like that with a good spiritual heart posture. Yeah, A man can't lead a woman and say, you have to do this for me or you do, you do this or you don't love me. A man can't lead like that and be worshiping God and like praising him all the way, you know? Right. So it really depends on the guy. Um, and we're not asking you to submit to every guy you go to. Because no. there are some men who like, don't deserve someone to submit to them yet. One day I do believe like once they get their ducks in a row and if they're in their Bibles and they're really trying their best, then there will be a woman out there who will submit to them. But if he's and not And that goes both ways. It, oh yeah. My, our, both of our hearts were hardened at some point, yeah. you know, like <laughs> yeah. we were not worthy for that either. But there has to be mutual respect. And going back to like what the Bible says about these things, um, I think a lot of times we can see the Bible as sexist because of how women were talked about. I know a lot of people bring up like um, the chapters in Timothy where Paul's like women can't teach and like those things, but people don't read the context of yeah. verses. And I'm going to read to you guys one verse. Um, or and- even the context of the book. Yes. That was a letter to a church. To a certain church. Yeah. And yeah. like we were talking earlier, like that was 2000 years ago. We have yeah. to remember that <laughs> when we're reading this, like this is different like completely different cultural wise. And so like Paul was talking to those women who were struggling with showing their, it was like a status thing. Yeah. They were doing, well, they were also being prostitutes and they were being, yeah. And it was hard because Paul was really trying to shape that church and like make men of God. And so Mm -hmm. then whenever he wrote to the women, he was like, guys, you're messing this up, you know? Right. He was calling both sides to um, step up in humility, but that looked different because we're all different. Yes. So yeah, he's going to call us out in different ways. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. (laughs) No, that's okay. That's so true. Um, But I'm going to read from 1 Corinthians 11. So this is Paul again, writing to a different church, writing to the church of Corinth. Um, So 1 Corinthians 11 too, and this verse will sound confusing, I know, but just wait and hang on. Um, But this can show if you don't use the context of the Bible, then this just doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. So it says, now I praise you because you remember me in everything and hold fast to the traditions just as I delivered them to you. But I want you to know that Christ is the head of every man and the man is the head of every woman and God is the head of Christ. Every man who prays or prophesies with something on his head dishonors his head. Every woman who prays or prophesies with her head uncovered dishonors her head since that is one and the same thing as having her head shaved. For if a woman doesn't cover her head, she should have cut her hair off. But if it is disgraceful for a woman to have her hair cut off or her head shaved, let her head be covered." that stuff. It goes on and it talks about more things, but let's take this verse out of context for a second. (laughs) How dare Paul tell a woman what she can or can't do with her hair or with her head covering? Like, how dare he do that, right? (laughs) But in complete reality, um, what Paul is talking about right here is he's using a metaphor. And what he's really talking about is um, women in the church who used to just speak without having any knowledge of anything. So it's like Mm -hmm. if I just read that and was like, guys, can you believe that? The Bible is so sexist. Like that's kind of what women were doing. And so Paul was like, cover yourself. But he wasn't 
necessarily talking about the head covering in the in the context that we're in it now at least he was talking about cover yourself with the spirit cover mm-hmm. yourself with the word before you speak and that is what he was saying but completely out of context man that was yeah. so sexist i can i can <laughs> see how that would be yeah. like absolutely not i'm done with this yeah like, like what are what are these christians thinking yeah right. but it's so important to read your bible and just read the context of things and i think that's mm-hmm. what's so cool too like being able to read the Bible and being able to look back at things and be like, oh, this means this because this means this, you know, like we have like the complete blessing to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. And so since we can look at the context of this Bible and say, oh, Paul was writing to this church with these women who are doing this, like, um, and these men who aren't doing this, they aren't leading right, like all this stuff, like that really just shows that like context matters. And Mm -hmm. if you hear anything like taken out of context of the Bible, just research it like do your research like look up what it means like look read the full chapter before you pick out a part of it you know right so yeah we need all of it yeah not just part like analogy i heard was like you can't treat the bible like trail mix you can't just eat the (laughs) m&ms or the raisins and leave out the peanuts or the granola or whatever like you need all of it you need all of the nutrition to be able to yeah hike this hike of life but with trail mix i definitely just eat the m&ms oh yes for sure that's all i can eat (laughs) i'm allergic to everything else (laughs) (laughs) but anyways so kind of going back to um the woman being the helper and the woman being um and the woman submitting um I think what we need to do is look up um, what the word helper meant back then. Because if you would look at the Bible, did you know that God calls the Holy Spirit the helper? Mm -hmm. Like the Holy Spirit is in the Trinity. Like he's like God. They're like one in three, like God. Like Mm -hmm. that is the spirit. And the spirit is called the helper. Like that makes me feel good. (laughs) It's not just, oh, help them whenever they need it. It's you are there to help and you are there Mm -hmm. for a purpose. And it's not a bad purpose either. It's not let them walk all over you and you help them do whatever they want. It's help lead them and lead with them. You know, like Mm -hmm. men don't just lead a household without confronting their wives or they shouldn't, you know, like it should be a two person thing. Just like how we're supposed to call on the Holy Spirit and be like, Holy Spirit, I don't know what to do right now. Please just help me lead me. I don't Mm -hmm. know what to do. Like, how crazy is it that marriage can reflect that so perfectly and that marriage is supposed to reflect like Christ and the church and um, men are supposed to be reflect Jesus and women are supposed to reflect the church and those just go so beautifully together. Exactly, yeah. And like even looking at the word helper that God used here in Genesis, like mm-hmm. the, the Hebrew word specifically, because there's in Hebrew and Greek, there's a lot of different words words for one yeah. and they had different yeah. purposes for sure. so the word helper here in hebrew translates to easer mm-hmm. meaning a powerful aid mm-hmm. like we're thinking just helper like nowadays yeah. we're thinking like oh just like help with the dishes blah 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 yeah it's like <laughs> no this is a powerful aid and he was yeah. meaning like military aid like yeah. somebody that comes in the time of need mm, and that's, that's what good. adam needed yeah. that's what men need too mm-hmm. so it's not just that men need us but god wanted us too yeah and that's what like we got to remember and like you were saying like that's also used for the holy spirit this word helper is used for god even before um holy spirit's even mentioned in the new testament like he uses this as himself yeah like for the military aid that's mentioned in the old testament and Mm. everything and so like that that's very encouraging to hear as a woman it is because it's like oh gosh yes i do have a role i do have a purpose yeah like I am there to help him and it's a powerful aid too. Yeah. And so I just find that incredibly 
incredibly encouraging. Yeah, we should never look down on ourselves for being the helper. And I think just taking things by face value is really what is hurting us in society. So mm-hmm. being like, oh, we're just a helper. Oh, we're just supposed to submit. Like, oh, no. Like, how beautiful is it that we are able to help and like, I don't know about you guys, but anytime like I've been able to like help someone and like lend a hand, like not only does it make them feel good, it makes me feel good. I'm like fulfilling a purpose and that's men and women. Like it's so cool that humans were created to do that. But the fact that like we are called to do that within marriage or within a family, like Mm -hmm. moms help their um, children. Like that is something that is constant. Like they help them emotionally. They help them physically. They help them in every way. Like that's why they're there. And saying that motherhood isn't something that's beautiful is so wrong. Like it is so anything about God's creation that's not beautiful like saying anything like that's that's absolutely wrong yeah and it's so cool to see um just how women I think we're kind of circling back a little bit and women are like wait this is actually fun (laughs) like (laughs) I've met a lot more women who are like oh wait I actually really enjoy um helping my husband in that way or I really enjoy like um being with my kids and like teaching them in that way you know because it's becoming something to not be ashamed of which the bible never wanted us to be ashamed of it Mm -hmm. but also (laughs) pride issues definitely do help us be ashamed of it because but like we said like women can do literally anything like we can go out there we can lead what we can do whatever but we need to learn what really like fulfills us and Mm -hmm. most of the time what does fulfill us is being the helper which is so cool and so beautiful and I know a lot of people don't like that but um sometimes you won't feel completely satisfied or fulfilled whenever you go out and go against the grain just to go against the grain Mm -hmm. like yes you proved a point but how do you feel you know yeah and I think even just like as Christians as children of God Mm -hmm. we have to remember like when you step into obedience, there is a joy that comes with that. Oh, yeah, like, for sure. There's a joy from the Lord that comes from that. Like, um, like even when I stepped into obedience, I talked about this in the pilot episode of like actually doing children's ministry and yeah. doing life action. There was such a joy and contentment and peace that came with that. So if we're doing that by fulfilling our roles and our purposes that God the Almighty yeah gave us he created us for yes that's going to fulfill us because we are sitting there and we are doing what our father told us to do yeah and when we know that that's making our our god happy that's going that joy is gonna translate to us too yeah and doing it with like a giving spirit and like a giving heart because mm-hmm. you can do anything in like denial and be like I'll do it because I have to you know exactly. but like that never makes you feel good even if you're like if your parents are like your husband or whoever asks you to like do the dishes like fine because I have to and then the whole time you're angry that you're doing the dishes but that's not if, obedience <laughs> yeah no that's not um you're just what if you just went up and did it and we're like, oh, I'm so glad that I can make their day by doing this. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't even have to be doing the dishes. It can be literally so many things. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be like the typical woman household chore kind of things because obviously men should be doing that too. And <laughs> if any men tell you otherwise, then maybe they should listen to this podcast also. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I think we yeah. get into this like what you were talking about with the complementarian and the egalitarian. We get into this either or. Either Mm -hmm. a woman has to stay home and be a housewife and raise the kids and have the babies and that kind of stuff, or a woman can go out into the world and do whatever she wants. Both of those are true, but both of those are not going to satisfy. Mm-hmm. You know, if some if a woman is sitting under a man's control at all time and just doesn't get to speak and doesn't get to be the helper, then man, that hurts. Yeah. Or if a woman doesn't have anyone to help and she's constantly leading and exhausted and everything like that, then mm-hmm. that doesn't feel good either. 
Yeah, exactly. And yeah. I mean, is the Bible sexist? I, <laughs> I'm only 22 years old, but I believe in in my father. I believe in my heavenly father and mm-hmm. what he has to say. I believe that he's loving, he's good, he's, he is just, mm-hmm. that he's merciful, that he's holy. Yeah. And I believe everything his word says. And what I've read from his word, I I mean, personally, I do not believe that no. is it that it's sexist because that's how he created us. And we as sinners in a fallen world can twist that so easily. Absolutely. That's why we have Calvinism and different denominations and the egalitarian and complementarian views and everything. Like we're not even touching like a fraction of who God is yeah. and his creation and that's just so like true. all that. So how on earth do we think that we're going to understand any of it? For sure. Um, and yeah. Is the Bible sexist? I can't believe so. I mean, just think about whenever Jesus was raised from the dead. Immediately, who's the first person he talked to? A woman. Yeah. And not only a woman, like a good friend of his, Mary Mm -hmm. Magdalene. And Jesus was like, I'm risen. And she was like, what What? the heck? But he had 12 disciples and he had so many more like apostles like following him. Mm -hmm. But he revealed himself to her. And so I think about like myself as her a lot. Like the amount of things that Jesus does just for me. There's right. no way that he would make the Bible and be like, yeah, but women are less than or yeah. yeah, but women don't matter as much in this story, you know? Yeah. Like times were different. Times have always been different. And it's really cool to see like how society is now. But there's no way that God made us to have less value just mm-hmm. because we are women. Yeah. And that's exactly. just the way it is. That's so good. Yeah. Like going back to what you said about like Jesus and how he spoke to women, like mm-hmm. you can see that throughout all of the New yes. Testament and how he spoke. All like of how he the Samaritan. The Samaritan. Oh, goodness. <laughs> the Samaritan. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Samaritan. Samaritan. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> that woman, the woman at the well. Like, yeah. All the women he spoke to and so um, gentle the, and caring. So gentle. Yeah. Like the book Gentle and Lowly. I forget the off the author, but I'm reading that. And mm-hmm. it is so much easier to trust and believe what the Bible says when you trust and believe in who your father is oh, and who Jesus yeah. is. When that you're is putting so your trust in his character mm-hmm. and not the things he does, but his character, who yeah. he is. It's so much easier to believe what the word says and who he claims your identity to be. Yeah. So that's so good. Well, we hope we were able to help you guys through the question, is the Bible sexist? Um, mm-hmm. Overall, our answer is no, in case you were wondering. <laughs> um, but if you guys have any more questions that maybe stemmed from this podcast or maybe um, this made you think of something else or you wanted to ask a question before or anything like that, um, we still have our Q&A open. Um, it hasn't been opened yet, but it will be open soon. So if you text, yeah, girl, Y-A-G-I-R-L to 618-224-1216. You can send in a question and maybe we can answer it at the end um, of one of the podcasts or maybe that'll even stem into, you know, oh, actually a lot of women have a question about this. So we would love Mm -hmm. to make a podcast just on that. Um, But we are so glad that you guys tuned in to listen to us today and we really hope you enjoyed our first episode of our first series. Mm -hmm. And we cannot wait to film more. This has been such a blessing for Mm -hmm. us and we hope it's a blessing for you guys too. Absolutely. So we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.